Hello, and welcome to Haddonfield. I'm Nick Lathan. And I'm Peyton Lynch. And we're talking Halloween 2 this episode. And I'm looking at her right now. This is our guest for the episode. It's Sarah hyphen Jean Peters. Hyphen hi. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> Sarah, I'm going to ask you a question that we ask all our guests. Yes. When did you become a fan of Halloween? Um, or when did you first watch the first movie? Oh, this is actually a good one. I was staying over at a friend's house when I was younger, and I was not allowed to watch rated R movies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But um, they let they let me watch it, so I just remember the first time that I watched it. How old, how old were you? Like seven, maybe seven or oh, eight. Oh, wow, you were young. Jesus. That's young. I could be reimagining that. <laughs> maybe I wanted to be seven and watching it, because I thought that would be cool, but... Yeah. S- similar thing happened to me with the movie Sniper. I was staying at a friend's house in third grade, and we were watching Sniper, and I saw Tom Berenger get his... I think he gets his, his finger ripped off. You know how weird memory is when you're watching movies and whatnot? Uh-huh. Like this movie. Me and my brother thought Tim Curry was in it for the longest time, but he is not in this movie. <laughs> no. Who did you think he played in the movie? The reporter at the... Whenever... Um, oh, yeah, the reporter. Okay. Yeah. So... And have you? He doesn't look anything like Tim Curry. No, he doesn't. <laughs> so, how many of these movies have you seen? Um, I have seen like probably the first one several times, and then others I've seen like clips of. Okay. Like I think maybe twenty minutes of Resurrection, and now I've seen the second one. Obviously, because we're talking about it. But. Well, you said you've seen it once before earlier. Right? Yeah, I did. I it like struck me halfway through watching the movie that I did watch it when I was a kid, like on accident. It was on somewhere. Where was it? I accidentally watched it. I don't know. It was, was it on, on AMC? TV. It was on, yeah, probably AMC. <laughs> Good old AMC. American classic They have their Halloween movies. marathon. Is it, was it American Movie <laughs> Channel or something like that? Was what? It? I think American, yeah, Movie Channel. American yeah. Movie Classics, oh. I think, is what it is. Oh, yeah, now it's just AMC. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how KFC no longer stands for Kentucky Fried Chicken. What does it stand for? Oh, AMC KFC. doesn't stand for anything it's anymore. It's just KFC. Wow. And CIC. Wow. Anyway, there you go. We're talking Halloween too, and um, what we do? I'm doing the Peyton thing. Sorry, Peyton. Are you okay? What are you What are you doing? Yeah, I was trying to look up American movie classics. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. <laughs> okay, like Turner movie classics. Robert Osborne. Robert Osborne. Um, Robert. I always watch until I did this podcast. I always watch Halloween and Halloween two like right in a row. Mm-hmm. Because I like to watch them like they're one movie. Well, that's a good thing to do because, like, this is the Casino Royale Quantum of, and Quantum of Solace of the Halloween. Because uh, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, they're back to back. Like, the last scene of Quantum of Solace, or Casino Royale is the first scene of Quantum of Solace. Yeah. <sighs> nice. Also, on the Wikipedia page, it says it takes off after the cliffhanger of the first movie. I wouldn't consider the first movie to end on a cliffhanger. I mean, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a cliffhanger. <laughs> so, um, what we did last episode, I'm going to keep doing it every episode, is we do Oh, the, you're going to do your thing? We your do the drive... Do your thing? Do the drive-in totals. So... I'm excited. Just a brief summary. Uh, Monster Vision, he still does this. Joe Bob Briggs, he was a... He's did a dri- you write your own one this yeah. time, too? Yeah. He, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read his off, and I'm going to read mine off. So, he... Oh, is this a, is his, yeah. Yeah. Joe Bob Briggs is a... Uh, he's a driving <clears throat> critic, and he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Joe Bob Briggs is a character. Anyway, we'll... I'm not going to get into that. But he had a show called Monster Vision I used to watch growing up. And he actually did his own drive-in totals for this movie. So I'm going to read those off right now. Or I could just play the audio because it's on my phone. But I'm going to read them off. <laughs> All right. He's got 13 dead bodies, one naked breast. Well. Naked. 
uh, throat slitting, throat stabbing, one motor motor vehicle chase with explosion, claw hammer to the head, one strangulation, scalding water to the face, knife to the forehead, needle to the ear, exploding stuntman, and then he rated four stars. And then he rates four stars. Four. What did he rate? Is four stars? Is it out of four? Yeah. Oh, oh, so that's good. Yeah. Wow. He really likes this movie. 100%. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah, and, I like um, it a lot more than I. Than you thought, thought you would. I would for sure. Um, did he rate? Is that the based off of the TV version, or did he rate it off the real version? Because I feel like I think it's off the TV version because they aired these on TNT. Yeah. Which is why I wrote my own, which are based off the actual of the actual version. movie. Okay. So I've got mm. thirteen dead bodies, one unfinished sandwich, <laughs> zero instances of Michael Myers driving, <laughs> uh, chest stabbing with splatter, one vehicle crash. With, with with unnecessary explosion, <laughs> uh, needle to the eye, needle to the temple, and the epic as hell firewalk. Oh yeah, yeah. So those are the totals. Are those good good totals? And then in the movie version, you do get two naked breasts. Yeah, there's a total of two. <laughs> is there only one in the TV version? Just one? I don't know. <laughs> There, I got also, two. You, also, you get a naked ass in the movie too. <laughs> you do get a naked ass. Oh, that's in the movie. right. There was a, a man, a, na- a man, a man ass, ass. Which is surprising. That was that was refreshing. Refreshing. It's you always know? refreshing to see a man ass. It is. It, is. it really it is. is. <laughs> you know. If only we could have gotten full frontal in this movie. <laughs> right. We were all looking for it. We were all. <laughs> so that's what I came in for. <laughs> Sarah Jean sitting there with her like magnifying glass. <laughs> I'm ready for it up against the screen. I literally was waiting the whole time for nudity. <laughs> she thought this was a porno, actually. I thought that's what we were doing here. I don't, Halloween 2 sounds like a porno to me. So let's get into the plot. Okay. Let's do it. <sighs> Mr. Sandman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I like that they used Mr. Sandman at the beginning. It's interesting because they didn't have any like real, like really any songs in the first movie. Well, they had "Don't Don't Fear the Reaper" but Blue Oyster yeah, Cult. but like on the radio, it they wasn't did. Like, I don't even remember that. When yeah. they're driving around so, smoking marijuana, it's like on the radio. It's like ambient. Uh, more like, no, I um, liked Sandman. Yeah, I like that. I like it when movies do like use a song that you wouldn't associate with something scary and then make it scary by. Yeah, so I like that. It yeah, and it sandwiches the movie. Nick hates it. Uh, I don't hate it. I just associate that song with uh, with Back to the Back Future. To the Future. Mm-hmm. That and uh, Davy Crockett. Do they Davy the Crockett? Movie, Davey Back to no, Crockett? Back to the Future. They have Davy Crockett. The song, like whenever he's walking around. Davy, uh, Davy Crockett. Crockett. That one, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Killed him a bar when he was only three. The other interesting thing that I noticed when they read, they like uh, replay the ending of the first movie was that they cut. Uh, the part where you see his face. What's well, kind of implied? I it's implied, but you don't like in the in the first movie you see like his whole face, yeah. and then in this one they cut that part. Mm. So it was interesting. Got rid of the reveal. I guess to like save the mystery of like who it is. Yeah. yeah. The only the only thing they have, and it's weird because they have they fall from a different angle. Yeah, that whole bit is different, and like the part in the grass where he fell, like in the movie, there's like it's mostly dirt, but in this movie, it's like full grass, and you it's, can see the indentation of oh where he fell. It's like a wily e. coyote style. Yeah, like, like it's he, very cartoonish. And then, uh, yeah, imprint in the grass, the grass, yeah, and then Loomis gets down there and like touches it. And yeah, and blood. there's blood all blood. over it because he shot him six times. Six, 
six times. Six times. I love that he goes to the house where the the, the douchebag neighbors, and he's like, tell Daniel I shot him. Tell the sheriff. Oh, yeah. Tell the sheriff tell I everyone. shot him. Oh, I didn't realize. He's very that's proud. The, that's the... No, that's not the house that she ran to earlier, because that was the neighbor's... Well, they're one of the douchebags. One of the douchebags, next, yeah. next door. They're like, kids have been playing pranks all night. Yeah, he's like, I've been trick-or-treated to death. He's like, <laughs> but it, you, you don't, don't know, know what, what death, death is. is. <laughs> that's the one it's quote so I took away from this movie. My favorite part of that is, like, Loomis is. runs around the house and, like, kind of does, like, a... He does, like, a... Yeah. <laughs> Like a look, and then he just runs behind the house, and then we go to the credits after that. Yeah, Brandon. then we get more pumpkin credits. Which, hey, they were long credits. Yeah, it's been a while since I've watched an older movie. I guess because I was like, "Whoa, yeah. when is they it?" Tell in? you everyone who worked on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I a note that I have is I do not like the pumpkin, the jack o' lantern. No, from both movies or this one? This one. I I kind of like it. I like that it's like. I think I see where you're coming from. I don't like that it like opens up and everything. See, I thought that part was cool. You like that part, and there's like the skull with the behind. skull behind. Yeah, yeah it's like, a little cheesy a bit. So I sort of like it because I like that it's like an innocuous looking pumpkin, and then it opens up, and then it's scary. I just don't like the carving job of the pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, that's what I figured. You didn't <laughs> What's like the carving different about the one in the first movie is different. The one in the first movie, first of all, doesn't open up, and it's like more of a scary looking pumpkin. Yeah, it has mm. more like sharp edges. Well, this one has like a round it's curvy, nose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. I thought it was a good pumpkin. Listen, it's a great pumpkin. I thought it was a great pumpkin, man. I love all pumpkins equally. I did know? like that this time around, like, it seemed like John and Deborah got equal billing mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was a Rick Rosenthal, he directed it, and uh, then it was a, uh, was it produced? A John Carpenter, Deborah Hill production. Uh, yeah, and, which, they wrote, and they both co wrote the script. Which I should have paid attention to those credits. Well, they wrote the first one together. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, so then I don't think there's much else to say about that. All right, end of the podcast. <laughs> Bye. <everybody. laughs> um, and then we immediately, just like in the first movie, we start with Michael's, Michael's point POV. of view. Hell yeah. Yeah. And we get Loomis running around. Shot him six times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hear him in the background. He's not human. Yeah. I'm... I do like that segment where he's like walking behind the houses. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he gets to, uh, what is it? Oh, the cute older couple? The Elrods. Oh, the <laughs> the Elrods. The kind of cute. The... Yeah. Before that, something that I noticed was uh, there are still trick or treaters out. Yeah. And it's like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. They, go, they trick or treat all night long. We the never did and had I know, yeah. What so much. T- we asked Rich this last time. What times did you trick or treat growing up? I trick or treated every year until I was seventeen or eighteen. No, but what time? But what of time night frame? Did you start? Oh, um, between like I, it was definitely done hard, hard finish by nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my family usually went earlier. I feel like we started around five or six and then got home at like eight. I mean, when I was a kid, obviously, it was yeah. usually during the daytime, yeah. like we were back. Yeah, so Haddonfield, their hours of operation for trick-or-treating are 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. <laughs> Seven they solid take hours. take Halloween seriously, okay? Yeah. Especially max now. time for max candy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a dangerous game, high as we risk, later learn in this film, a, few, a little bit later. Mm. Um, so we meet the Elrods... And making ham sandwiches. Making a ham sandwich. Watching Night of the Living Dead, which we mentioned of last. Of course. Uh, you know why that movie pops up so much in uh, horror movies? In movies in general? 
because because it's, it's a, not licensed. It doesn't there, have there a was copyright. no copyright. Oh, so I was going to say because it's a classic. Yeah, that's why it's but, been remade a couple times too because it's like nobody owns it. Yeah, because it had a, had a different title and they had a, the copyright at the bottom of the title and then yeah. they changed the title of the movie to Night of the Living Dead, but they didn't include that copyright at the bottom. It sucks. Copyright laws and blah blah blah. blah. I know. It really sucks for George A. Romero. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Did he pass away too? He died. Oh my gosh! Everybody's passing away. He died last year. That's how. How it goes. Yeah, that's uh, in the house. Whenever Michael's in the background, like when it cuts from the POV. Yeah, that's scary. To him in the background. Oh, so cool. I like that shot of him in the kitchen, and then they're both in the living room. And then um, we we he walks out of the house, and uh, Mrs. Elrod finds the blood, blood, and she screams. <laughs> and then the neighbor. This is so upsetting. So the neighbor, oh god, the dialogue. Yeah, the yeah. girl uh, Alice. Mm-hmm. She like hears her screaming, and then she goes in the house, goes on the phone. She doesn't call the police. She just tells her friend, "Oh yeah, they're screaming over the Elrods." Probably he started beating her. Yeah, she's like, she's like, yeah. The wife is always getting on his nerves. He's he's probably beating her or something. I mean, like crazy insensitive. <laughs> and that's why she gets straight up murdered. Yeah, that part, Mrs. Elrod does not that, get murdered. I think she Annie was completely added later because uh, I think that was part of the John Carpenter reshoots because they wanted an earlier killing in the movie. Oh, oh, Alice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, because I think. Before that, there was like, there's not another killing until like a half an hour in or something. Yeah. It's like really late in. I was terrified he was going to kill the Elrods. I got very attached to them very quickly. Yeah. But she does good. break the pattern though of like she's not having sex with anyone, so she breaks the pattern of like Michael only killing people who are having sex. Well, the mechanic wasn't having sex. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he was just jerking it on the side of the road. Yeah, maybe that son of a bitch it. mechanic. <laughs> I think that I think Michael just wanted his coveralls for real. I don't think he was really. It was just making a statement. (laughs) Something he had to do. Do you know who uh, Alice was talking to on the phone? No. Did they say her name? Who was she was talking to? Nancy Loomis. Oh, okay, nice. Who plays Annie in the first movie? Better the next time I watch it. She's also in this movie as a dead body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which we'll get to that later, and it really cracks me up. All right, so now we got the. the ambulance right yeah and, uh, first alice's death kind of shocking yeah just because like i don't know it, yeah it seems like it was added later yeah it, it was part of the so when they first shot the movie um rick rosenthal really wanted to make it a lot like the first movie because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a continuation and the first movie doesn't have any blood showing really um so he was trying Ju- to judith is the only time you see blood yeah so wow. he this was really trying funny. to make it more suspenseful and like not have as many violent deaths. But then when um, uh, John Carpenter saw it, he was like, "I'm not scared." So he like added a bunch of like blood. I'm and stuff not to scared. The movie. Yeah, he well, it's because like all the slasher movies that are out at after, this time. Yeah, since then, had, yeah. had become a lot more violent. So, so he thought that people wouldn't take it seriously if it wasn't more violent basically but yeah her, so he reshot a lot of the scenes but yeah her getting i'm assuming she gets stabbed like right here yeah because like it sternum. blows up right in her face <laughs> it explodes yeah like yeah. like the alien popped out of her chest yeah <laughs> ridiculous yeah there's a lot of crazy blood stuff in this oh yeah yeah so then it cuts to the ambulance and um taking Lori out on the stretcher let's talk about her wig 
Horrible wig. Horrible bad wig. I didn't know it was a wig. I thought something you know, was. Just I suspected hair. it was something bad was happening, yeah. but I didn't know what. I couldn't put my finger. You knew something on was off. I yeah. couldn't put my finger on what was going. Something with it's her head. It's also like not a good match for her hair from the first movie. No, it's either. not. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. I can't hate on Jamie Lee. It's not her fault. She hated the wig. She th- it was oh really? And, like she didn't like it. Yeah. Oh, you think she chose the wig? <laughs> yeah, I thought she specifically dressed herself for the movie. I didn't know. Apparently, the second movie had a huge budget, and it's more money should have went towards the wig. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, and we, we need the we need the person from True Detective because True Detective has the best wigs out of any any out of all cinema television. True Detective has the best wigs. Well, even the kids on Stranger Things find that hot ass wig for Eleven. Like they could find a that wig and for Eleven and Stranger <laughs> Things so, is so much better than <laughs> the wig that she wears. In it Halloween was supposed too. to be like a costume store wig, but it's like a lace front. Oh wig. yeah, you can't even tell. <laughs> they could have, yeah, they could have got a better wig at Party City. Anyway. <laughs> Um, um, and this is where we first meet Jimmy, who is, I'm pretty sure is my first crush ever from a movie. I thought he was so cute. I uh, developed a little crush when he walked in. He's a cutie. <laughs> Lance He's a Guest. cutie patootie. He's uh, star of The Last Starfighter, which was directed by Nick Castle, who played The Shape in the original In the first one. movie. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't seen The Last Starfighter. Jesus Christ, Peyton, you need to watch The Last Starfighter. I know. You, I yeah. really like it. I I've never talk seen about it. it every episode. <laughs> um... And he has a he knows Lori because his brother Ziggy goes to school with her. Ziggy, like why that name? My my brother Ziggy's in a class. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I made him have that voice. Is that the only way he knows her at all? Because yeah, because he goes to college. It seems like they had a much deeper relationship. I know she is instantly attracted to him, even though he's kind of being like a creep a little bit. My favorite, he's so cute. I guess my favorite part about this aimless ride is the conversation between Jimmy and Bud. Here's the conversation. Her old man uh, from Royal... Uh, her old man with Ro- Strode Realty? Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's what they said. I was trying to figure out... I was like, was that meaningful dialogue? And I just decided to just just ignore it. Now. There's so much <laughs> dumb exposition in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, like just needless. Ex- like, just explaining the plot of, like, just, like... If you didn't see the original one, we're trying to catch you up to speed. Yeah, yeah. like the boombox walking around with the boombox. Oh like, my god! Like the, kid, the cowboy hat kid with blasting boombox, exposition. Yeah. That's all that is. <laughs> um, but yeah, like her old man with short realty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like you're the one. He has no opinion about it. All right, Bud. You asked the question. Why? So Why'd you ask it, Bud? <laughs> um, then we go to the hospital where the razor apple kid is. Yeah, that's like one of the like. Even though all the there's so many deaths in this movie, that makes me cringe the most is seeing the kid with the razor blade in his mouth. You want to know how they the ra- make that? There's well, a, what they do. Um, well, to remind Sarah Jean, who I was like, I just watched this movie, but I can't remember uh, the razor well, blade. When we so after the ambulance ride, we're introduced to the hospital, mm-hmm. and it's a mother bringing her son. <gasps> oh my God! Yes. Oh goodness, that yeah. was so traumatic. What yeah. was so what something was hanging out of his mouth? Yeah, he. Well, it's uh, like an urban legend that like back then during Halloween, like people would sneak razor blades into apples and oh, stuff, shit. so that like when kids bit into it, they would get it stuck on their tongue. <gasps> yeah. I so didn't was, know like, that's of that what idea. that was. Yeah. That was such a like 
Apparently that shit never happened. Yeah, it was just like it was just like a hoax that somebody was like, "Well, watch out, watch what your kids eat because yeah. like they're doing this," but nobody actually uh, did it. I thought that was a great like. I'm pretty sure candy company. I don't know, that. just foreshadowing that things are gonna get fucked up. I mean, I already know that they are, but it was just yeah. really like brutal. Yeah, and it sort of goes with the theme of this movie of like bad things happening on Halloween. Sort of like spirits are un- unrestful. And there, are like no <laughs> there are no rules. There are no rules. It's the- also like the only other person that we see get treated at the hospital besides Lori. Yeah, there are no yeah. other patients so in the much. hospital. <laughs> really empty it's ass like hospital. It's like an empty hospital. And the babies. Don't forget about the babies. And the babies. We do see oh, the babies. Right. But we don't see them getting treated. They're yeah. just like there. Um, yeah, the razor blade was a real razor blade that was dulled down and it, oh. was, uh, it was melted into a retainer. Oh, okay. And so the retainer was put in the kid's mouth. Uh, That's frightening. Yeah. Yeah, that part makes me squirm. That makes me even more uncomfortable. I had no idea what it was. It looked like his teeth were falling out. I was half asleep when I watched this. (laughs) Um, See, another note I'll have on here is I really want a paramedic jacket. Oh, the, yeah, they're cute. They're wearing the Dickies jackets. They yeah, say uh, Haddonfield cute. Memorial Hospital in the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like them. Does that one place make them? Trigger Tree Studios? Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> no, I know Fright Rags was selling a version. Like I think yeah. they sell the uh, Haddonfield Memorial Hospital pins. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They have those nurses' capes. Yeah, I was like, do they have the nurse outfits? <laughs> yeah, none of the nurses in this movie have capes. Oh. Does I does Jill have one when she runs outside or she's is that wearing a just sweater a cardigan? Okay, because I yeah I, I saw I her. I almost thought it was a cape. I saw her and I was like, she wearing a cape? Nope, no. sweater. <laughs> she's wearing a cardigan. <laughs> um, we meet like a couple of the people when Lori comes in. We meet Jill, who also knows Lori somehow. Um, Mrs. Alves and then Doctor Mixter, and he's drunk. Yeah, yes. like he's drunk. He came from a party. Also, there's only one doctor at the whole hospital. It's a small town. It's I think they're trying town. to. That's, I think they're really trying to hammer home that this is a small town because in the first movie, it it was alluded to the fact that Lori is not popular at all. Yeah. And in this She's movie, smart. suddenly everybody fucking knows her. Doctor's like, oh yeah, this is Lori Strode. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, her dad owns Strode Realty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and I think her parents were at the party that he was at. Maybe. It's sort of. Yeah, I've seen both club? the TV. Yeah, I've seen both the TV version and this version. I don't think it really comes up in this version, but in the TV version, there's like a lot more exposition and stuff, and um, it tells they tell you more about the parents being at a party. Well, we'll get into that. We'll in get a to later that episode. In a later episode. <laughs> we also meet Mrs. Owls, which I think is cool. Um, I was reading some like behind the scenes stuff. Originally, this part was written for like an old white lady, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think Rick Rosenthal really fought to get uh, the actress Gloria. Guilford for it, and I think it um, was a good choice for the movie because mm-hmm. it it features an African American actress, and she's like playing like a really important part. She's like the most um, qualified person at the hospital. Yeah, like this. She's like smartest the person really there who cares, cares what's going on. <laughs> um, and I think she does a good job in it as well. Too. Yeah, that's all I really had to say about that. <laughs> The part that it really made me laugh was uh, the doctor is like, you've lost a lot of blood. And then he immediately takes more blood from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, Lori keeps trying to tell him not to put her to sleep. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, they do. 
Why they well, gotta do that? They always do that. Why they gotta do that? They always gotta push you. They to never sleep. listen. Why? Just listen to her. <laughs> everybody, everybody always gotta put you to sleep. <laughs> Why? When I go to the hospital, I demand to be put to sleep. <laughs> me too. I mean that. Yeah, that's the point. Just give me some relief. <laughs> God, if I gotta be here, if I gotta be at this hospital, put me to sleep. Knock me out. <laughs> so then it cuts back yeah. to. Uh, uh, Bracket and Loomis, right? Yeah, and I really want a buddy cop movie star in these two. Yes, that would be so good. Um, I just love that Bracket keeps being like, you let him out. It's all your fault. <laughs> and like, Loomis is like, it's, no, no, oh, it's not me. He's like, it's him. It's the evil inside of him. He's like, I'm getting pretty sick and tired of you ordering me around. God, pulling guns on everybody. Loomis I just love pulling how guns Loomis always. doesn't want to take any blame. He's like, no, it wasn't me. I told them not to let him out. <laughs> it's their fault, not mine. <laughs> yeah, and this uh, these scenes you found out. So last episode, I said it was Livingston County, Illinois, was where Haddonfield was because that's what it says in the Wikipedia. Uh huh. Well, according to this movie, on their patches, it's the Warren County Sheriff's Department. Uh oh. That must have been a mix-up between the costume department and the. First the wig. <laughs> First the wig. Now the patches. Now the patches. So costuming is horrible. In this <laughs> is that right? Uh, yeah, I really like, and this is a, uh, so they, he's, you know, talking about how many fucking times he shot him. He shot him six yeah. times, I think. I think he shot him six times. Not sure. Yeah. If I recall, I think it was, yeah, it was six times. Yeah. And then Brackett brings up uh, what we brought up last episode. Yeah. You could have missed him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Brackett's like, I'm not saying you didn't shoot six times, but maybe you didn't hit him every time. <laughs> <laughs> and to that I say, yes, I agree. <laughs> last episode, of course, we established that Loomis has horrible eyesight. <laughs> and, and probably missed Michael every and time. And probably missed him. Uh, Later on, we find out that Lori has perfect eyesight, but I'm not going to say that right now. <laughs> Save it for later. <laughs> so, like, and then they pull up at the they pull up at the crosswalk, and there's a bunch of there's a group of trick or treaters, and then Loomis sees a silhouette of who could be Michael. Yeah, and he's like, "Stop him!" And Somebody wearing out, Michael costume, and he pulls out a gun. He's going to shoot. Yeah, he's going to shoot uh, him, even though he doesn't know who it is. Yeah, random person. And then, and then the police car. Pull, some police car pulls up and hits him. Oh, Jesus Christ. my God. Can we so he talks, talk about it? So he walks into the middle of the road. And, like, he, he does it as slow as possible. Yeah. It's the slowest, yeah. uh, slowest possible walk. And all of a sudden, a car comes out of nowhere and fucking hits him. Goes into, like, a news truck or something? Yeah, it's some sort of big truck, yeah. And then explosion Sends immediately. Against yeah. It. yeah, he lights but on fire and like, explodes. The cops are like, why aren't they like, you shouldn't have done that. It's never addressed. <laughs> it kills me. The scariest thing about this movie is the fact that that kid who was not Mike Myers died and no one is like seeking justice for yeah. it. Literally, I'm like, I'm so bothered yeah. by it. Technically, we don't know that it's not Michael Myers. Yeah. Like, the movie doesn't tell us that. But when still, when like, I was a kid that's what I I thought Michael Myers had like literally been killed by a car yeah, and, and he was on fire and then came back to life I was like this guy could not be killed yeah. I think this something about this podcast that we're establishing is our memories with these movies mm-hmm. and yeah like that's oh, as children it's like or as kids yeah, totally different to yeah totally different as a kid like Tim versus Curry. watching it now Tim Curry playing the <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, my favorite line, not my favorite line, but just a line that makes me laugh after uh, the cop. The cop stumbles out of the car yeah. holding his head and he goes, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard that this time too. I didn't hear that the first time and I was like, all right, well, you're still going to trial. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he doesn't probably. No. Uh. You know, he. it's also, never. <laughs> the new cop that we're introduced into in this movie comes in and he's like, uh, he's like, they found the house. There's three kids dead in there. One of them's Annie. <laughs> like his line delivery is so ridiculous. He's it's like, a lot. He's like he. That dude reminds me so much of Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that guy well, used to play football somewhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, the funny, the crack me up about uh, Ben Tramer. We're just gonna go ahead and say it's Ben Tramer because yeah, later you, on it's revealed that it's Ben Tramer. But uh, he's on fire. <laughs> Lee Brackett goes, is it him or not? Yeah. And then, yeah, and then this is like, I don't know. I don't know. He's on fire. How do you not? You yeah. don't know. Also, like, but it doesn't look like Michael at all. Like, you can tell it's a different person as an audience member. Oh, yeah. Well, because yeah. he has blonde hair. Well, yeah, that. <laughs> but also, reason. like, so the body type is different and everything. Like, yeah. you can tell it's not him. I like that, because uh, they established in the first movie that Ben Tramer was out drinking with his friends. Yeah. But he's, like, walking around in this costume. Like, with he's a, fine. When he, was, he was trick-or-treating, though, because yeah. he has a bag. Was the bag full of liquor or something? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, and his friends say in the movie, he's super drunk. Yeah, he's, he's super drunk. <laughs> God. Also, like, why... I said this last time, but, like, why is Ben Tramer wearing a Michael costume? Like, what... What did he think he was going to Halloween as? Yeah. Because this is just something that Michael, he stole the mask, he stole the coveralls. Like, was this a package costume? Or he was just <laughs> like, I'm going to go as the ghost of a mechanic. Like, what What was his thought process? Yeah. And also, I don't, so what is the, what is the history of this mask? Like, what is this, yeah, ma- what is, it, what what is, is this, this mask? What is this supposed to be? What is why this are mask? Selling it? You know who makes the mask? Who? Silver Shamrock. <laughs> What's that? What is that? It's from Halloween 3. Oh, Jesus. we haven't. Oh my I've only seen it once and it's been a long time. So I haven't I have watched only, I haven't rewatched I it. I maybe even saw this yet. movie. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, you would know if you saw Halloween 3 because Michael Myers is not in it, Sarah Jean. Oh. <laughs> I'll have to save that one for later. You should check it out, actually. Yeah. I like it. Not a lot of Halloween fans like it. Uh. But there's some there's a cult following now for it. I feel like it's it's the I'm gonna keep comparing because I love James Bond so much. It is the Honor Majesty Secret <laughs> Service of the Halloween franchise. I love it when you compare something I haven't seen with something else I haven't seen. It's just fabulous. <laughs> Same. I haven't seen it either. Uh-huh. I'm I'm excited to revisit it though because I haven't seen it in a long time. <laughs> it's yeah, it's really good. And um, yeah, Silver Shamrock Novelties is the company that makes the masks. And because spoiler alert, if you just skip ahead or whatever, but Silver Shamrock, they make these masks that uh, apparently, like, they... I for, they turn they, them into monsters or something. It, right? like, it, it doesn't turn them into monsters. It, no, that's the plot of uh, Halloween, Halloween Town, Town 2. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Calabar's Revenge. Oh, my God. That reference I got. <laughs> You're welcome. But, um... <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, Silver Shamrock makes these masks that are in Halloween 3. And the mask do stuff. And blah, do they blah, blah, tell blah. you what the Michael mask is supposed to be? No, it doesn't. Yeah, it's like Michael just Myers who is it modeled after? I Michael? just need to know. Look. Well, the real mask is um, it's a it's a William Shatner mask. It's a William Shatner mask from like Star Trek, and then they like painted it white and then like changed the hair. Right. 
but it's but sold. It, it is sold in the store in this. You know, in the movie, it's sold in the store as it is, right? Yeah, as it is. So, like, yeah. what? So what? I just, I mean, just no we, we know it has a brown hair option and a blonde hair option. Is there a black hair option? Not that I know of. Maybe in a later movie. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm mesmerized. Option. Mm-hmm. They need to explain this in the new movie the coming new movie. out, which is the whole reason we're doing this podcast. <laughs> we're, we're just desperately pleading. Please let us please know. Please tell us about the mask. Hello, David Gordon Green. Uh, <laughs> please go back to your reshoots. I know the movie comes out in two months, but go ahead and go do ahead us all a favor. Explain that. And also, listener, thank you for donating to the Patreon. <laughs> Where are we at now? Oh, yeah. The bodies were found at the Wallace house. And then we cut to the hospital, mm-hmm. where is Jimmy and Laurie. They're setting up their relationship, which is stupid. Yeah. Well, it's just like, it's, it's so Laurie quick. doesn't know him, I feel like. Yeah. Maybe she does know him, but he's like, he's like, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. And she's like, oh, thanks. She's like instantly into him. Yeah. It's because because well. he was like, do you want a Coke? She, yeah. Yeah, he's just trying to get and she's like, yeah, I'll have a Coke. <laughs> and, then, okay. and then the nurse comes in and she's like. No visitors. Leave her alone. Get out. I love... Get out. Get out. She's She's not about it. And then they get called to take out the bodies from the other house. Mm -hmm. And then we go there. And who do we see first? Dana Carvey. Is that the news reporter? He's uh, he's the guy in the trucker hat. Yeah, that's Dana Carvey. Uh, Dana Carvey? Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't... Uh, Saturday Live fame? I saw him on the IMDb and I was like, whoa, who was he? So that's who he plays. Yeah, she's Kidding the one. Me. She was like, if you get a statement from the kids, ask the parents first. Huh? Who plays that? That woman? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. Why were you talking about her? Because I was explaining I was explaining the scene. Who? For the she listener. reminds me of Gail Weathers from Scream. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a very that, Gail Weathers moment. Yeah, of that like, scene If you can't there. get permission from the parents, get the statement anyway. And Dana Carvey's it. like, yes, I'm wearing a vest and a trucker hat. <laughs> and has no lines. Oh, so he's like her assistant. I yeah. didn't okay. catch that at all. Yeah, he's just... You don't see his face, really, but uh, like I was watching the end credits, and I was like, oh, yeah, he is in this movie. Just like how he's a mime in This Is Spinal Tap. I always forget he's in This Is Spinal Tap, and then he's a mime in that movie. No line. <laughs> Dana freaking Carvey. <laughs> Um, and then um, we see Anna, yeah, they wheel out Annie's body. Yeah, play, play to get, and they show her face. Yeah, well, that cursed me. You know, they brought Nancy Loomis back just for that. And yeah, but you, I, I think she was like friends with them. Like, yeah, she well, she's been, married. To, yeah, she was married to Tommy the Wallace at yeah. the time. And she, she, she's was in the his for his first movie and and in, in Halloween too. Mm-hmm. What is this for taking? It's not taking a film. No, what's the no? They saw in Precinct Thirteen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. God, that movie's awesome. I haven't also, seen that. I need to watch it. I'm just going to do a deep dive into all of John Carpenter's So movies. that's when we say bye-bye to Brackett and hello to Gary Hunt. To new guy. Other. My favorite part say. about Brackett's exit is uh, he does the Arnold Schwarzenegger eye close. Yeah. Schwarzenegger does that in every movie. That's what I call I call it the Schwarzenegger <laughs> lip close. Because every time, like, everybody, like, they'll die, and then Schwarzenegger will come and be like... <laughs> like sometimes you don't even touch their face. It doesn't face. look like he touches her face, yeah, but her eyes still close. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then he's like, "I have to tell my wife before, before she hears someone, from someone else does." And then Lewis is like, "I'm so sorry." He's like, "You let him out. You let him out." He couldn't Oof. let it go. He couldn't. <laughs> he's like, "I shot him six times," in which I wrote down in my notes, "How many times did he shoot him?" I six times. Yeah, I keep um, forgetting. Was it six? Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad this movie reminds us every... That's mm-hmm. when we meet uh, Karen and her friend Darcy. Karen is the dumbest 
nurse, like dumbest, meanest nurse in the whole movie. Before we get to that, uh, my far, my the part at the Wallace house that cracks me up is yeah. that the new sh- the new sheriff or whatever uh-huh. this guy Terry Bradshaw dude he. Uh, He's like, tell this crowd to get back. And there's like not a big crowd at all. <laughs> that part just cracks. So he's like, get back, everybody, get back. And they're like, yeah, we're just standing here, dude. Hunter Von Lear. Um, but yeah, but yeah kill, then we get to the kill the boombox. He's blasting exposition. Yeah. And then these two ladies are coming out. We find out Karen's a nurse at the thing. And she promised Darcy <laughs> to give her a ride home. She's like, you promised me. And she's like, yeah, but now I don't want to. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know if you were listening, but as they were walking up, they were like, that's the lamest party ever. Bobbing for apples. Yeah. And (laughs) And she's like, and they use water. And and Darcy's like, you have to use water because blah, 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 blah. I love how uh, Karen was complaining about taking Darcy out. She's like, it's five minutes to your house and then another five five minutes minutes to the hospital. hospital. That's ten goddamn. And she's still 15 minutes late. She's still 15 minutes. And then she gets to the hospital (laughs) and instead of rushing to where she's supposed to work, she goes to flirt with Bob, who's the grossest Uh, bud. bud. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Bob from the first movie. Bud, who's like the grossest, worstest person in this movie. I don't understand what anybody sees in him. He's not attractive and he's also awful and like a a piece of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, in the parking lot, uh, the part that was really cool was like they drive off in the Mustang mm. and Boombox dude comes back, mm. like blasting more exposition. Yeah. And then Michael. Yeah, it's bumps revealed into that Michael's still alive. And yeah. then the music blasting. Like the yeah. music is playing. The music in that part is so fucking cool. Yeah, it's good. It's so loud. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then he gets to the hospital sign and it's like Haddonfield Memorial this way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know how he knows to go that way. Because on the boombox it says, like, Lori Strode was taken oh, to the hospital. Like, that is way too much fucking information. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. yeah like, they would not share that in real no, life. They wouldn't. Especially if the person who attacked it's her not, was still going, like, still around. I know. Like, no, they would not. Like, that's why I wrote, like, I wrote down, like, this scene might be unnecessary. Just maybe. Um, I do love that shot of, um, of Karen getting out of the car and then you see Michael in the window. Yeah. Like, she closed oh, the door. Yes. Yeah. That's an awesome shot yeah and i love that we cut to the the guard station and the horror marathon still going on strong (laughs) it's still going on along with the news yeah he's watching i think he's also watching night of living dead and then the news is also playing yeah yeah mr garrett the security guard oh yeah yeah and i wrote down i want bud to die yeah, I want him to die, too. Definitely. So it, glad. So J- glad he died. Janet's like, ever the word is hell or shit or damn. <laughs> Talking about how he talks. And then he's and like, then he fuck, says, I'm sorry. The fuck were. Oh, my God. He can go screw. He can go he screw. He can. I hate when he sings, he too. He's it. not a good singer, either. Is he singing Amazing Grace? Yeah. yeah. I, I was oh. watching behind the scenes thing, and uh, apparently it took them forever to figure out a song for him to sing because they didn't want to pay for one. They're like, "Oh, Amazing Grace is is free. You can sing that." There you go. Doesn't he change the lyrics to something? Yeah, sexual? come sit on my face. Amazing Grace, come sit on my face. And then something about her. I want your pie. Or oh, something. so gross. God. And then um, speaking about, and then Jimmy's like, "Can you?" Jimmy's like, "Can you f- shut up?" And then Bud's like, listen, you can't get in relationships with patients. Now nurses, that's a that's different a story. story. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, man. And then, um, uh, and Karen's then... a fashionista because she has to put her belt on with her Oh, yeah, that was a nice choice. <laughs> I was like, is that, mm, isn't that against protocol? <laughs> um, we get another point of view shot with Michael, and he goes in the room with the babies. I always get so scared. Oh, God. The blocking in that part is so freaking cool. It's so cool. The camera, the camera work is so amazing where he's like 
ducking into the hallway and then out of the hallway when Mrs. Alves comes back down. Mm-hmm. That whole shot sequence is really, really good. Yeah, and then um, then we cut to Lori and oh, Jenny. Oh, wait, before we do that. Um, so the conversation that Mrs. Alves has with Karen is actually the one point uh, in the movie where it passes the Bechdel test. Uh, she's like, uh, you were 15 minutes late again. You can't do that. And then Karen's like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But there's another um, conversation with Karen that almost passes with Darcy, but they mention that a guy is some guy's party and then they mention one other guy and then there is a conversation that she has with Lori later on but uh that mrs alice has with Lori when the phones get cut off but she uh mentions mr garrett and the doctor mm-hmm. and uh and i think jimmy too she mentions yeah i think we can thank deborah hill for this movie passing the Bechdel test probably yeah, yeah, yeah once. Sure. <laughs> i like that scene too because it shows that um even though mrs alves is very strict. It's all because she's the patient. She mm. really cares about she the patient. She cares so much, yeah. yeah. That's why her death later in the movie sucks. Oh yeah. my god. I think her she has the... Like, we'll get to it later, yeah. but I think uh, she has the worst fucking oh, death. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, that was that shocked me. Yeah. So where was I And I don't shock this? easily. Oh yeah, and then Jimmy... Yeah, Lori and Jimmy are talking, and then Jimmy's like, yeah, you're being stalked by Michael Myers. She's yeah, like, he tells her about he's it. He's like, Michael Myers... From the Myers house? Yeah. <laughs> Why me? Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't She's like, it. isn't he in a hospital somewhere? Yeah. And that's when we find out the loan the loans? The line the phone lines have been Get cut. cut out, yeah. Oh, bum, bum, Which Mr. Garrett, the security guard, is kind of a dick to Janet. Yeah, he's like, he's like, here, use this. And she's like, I don't know how to use it. And then he just walks away. He could have explained how to he fucking walk his talking words. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if he had done that, he, uh, he would have lived, maybe. Which, uh, the cat scare. The cat scare is the worst. That cat is so fucking loud, I want to kill it every oh, time it yeah. scares me. Does it jump on him? Yeah, it does. It yeah. jumps right on God, him. God, and so. he falls into the garbage. Cat scare. Yeah. And then, classic cat scare. Classic cat scare. It's a cl- cat, classic this, a cat scare. This sequence had the best like suspense buildup of the whole movie. Yeah, I think so, too, yeah. Which, uh, I really want a montage of Mr. Garrett opening up doors and then shit falling out. <laughs> like, cause it, yeah. just, it, it just made me it's laugh like so hard. It's like every time you think Michael's gonna come out and get him, it's just like something's falling. Yeah, yeah. coming out. <laughs> uh, if I had directed this movie, it would have just been boxes falling out of closets for an hour oh, and a half. That would have been so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad you didn't direct this. <laughs> I was negative seven years old. <laughs> And then Michael kills Mr. Gare with a hammer. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. And Janet gives up and goes back to work. Just another day at the office. Boop. And then we go to the morgue, which features an actor. <laughs> Tell us. Jeffrey Kramer. And do you know who Jeffrey Kramer is? No. He was Deputy Hendrix in Jaws. Oh, yeah. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Nice. I, I have seen he's Jaws. The den- he's the dentist that tries to identify the body. Mm-hmm. Dentist? Isn't he a dentist? Uh, no, he's at the coroner. Oh, okay. He just talks about the he just talks about the, the teeth, teeth not having I just feelings. He was a dentist, I guess. <laughs> Mike Mike Myers is twenty one. I wrote down dentist in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is cracking up. His we have a chart. Off of his chair. We have a chart. That's why they should have had Brackett involved yeah. because old Terry Bradshaw was like, was like, I guess we take him to the dentist. I don't know. <laughs> and then Lubus the entire time was like, I shot him six times. Don't take him to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, he has no he has no fillings. Yeah. Which that's bullshit. By the time I was seventeen, I had like yeah. two fillings. Oh yeah. yeah. Maybe they didn't do them like that back then. I don't know. Maybe back then they took care of themselves. You had to be over eighteen to get a filling. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, they said he was probably seventeen or eighteen, but they couldn't know for sure until they got his files. Mm. And then my and then Loomis says Michael Myers is twenty one. Yeah. Yes. In which, famously, in the first movie, he's credited as being Michael Myers, age 23. Yeah. He got younger. Well, they also... I was reading on the Wikipedia or something that they sort of retcon his, like, age because of, like, the whole thing with Lori. Because, like... Cool factor. He went into the asylum, like, two years after she was born or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... It's not really because yeah because according to later on in the movie according to like it was like two years after she was born he went to the asylum and then yeah. two years after that their parents died yeah and then Lori yeah. was adopted at the age of four yeah oh so stupid but then in the so like that's a little bit later on but we can cover it now like in the fantasy sequence she like is she doesn't look four years old no first she, of all she looks yeah. like she's like eight. and like <laughs> apparently her adopted mom is a bitch because she's like i'm not your real mom yeah what kind of bullshit is that <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was watching it today. she's like i told you Lori, i'm not your real mom what conversation was yeah. that <laughs> yeah, like why why is she like that and then like Lori, they let her visit him in the asylum like what the fuck dude i, I we're getting like I, we can just get into this now uh i have in my notes john carpenter like I have it written like John Carpenter and Hill wrote the script even though Carpenter thought there was no story left to tell. Yeah, they didn't want to write this movie for sure. Yeah, he said uh, like John Carpenter drank like six packs of beer every night while he wrote it. <laughs> oh my God. And like I, I was watching an interview uh, before we recorded the Halloween episode that uh, the bit which Michael's Michael is uh, Lori's brother uh-huh. came at 2 a.m. and he was just like, I don't know. Like, just threw it in there. <laughs> like, that's what he made it sound like. I don't know. He was like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I love John Carpenter to death, but yeah, this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. I mean, the script, I think the movie's good, but like, the script could be much better for yeah. sure. I like yeah. The, the kills and all that stuff, the yeah. acting and all that stuff in this yeah. movie's good, but the script yeah. is just horrible. Yeah, like, the dialogue's just not good, but. Um, and then we go to, after we find out he's 21, uh, we go to the Myers house where there's a riot. Yeah, I guess oh, the people yeah. like heard, found out that it was Michael Myers, and they're just like mad because that asshole on the radio blasting all that personal yeah. information. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um, and that's when Ben Tramer's friends show up, and we find out that the body's probably Ben Tramer. He's like, "Oh yeah, you left the party at 10. And he's, he's like, so "What time drunk. is?" He's like, "What time is it?" He's like, "Oh, it's after 11. <laughs> Makes it's been sense. An hour. <laughs> Timeline adds up. And this is also so. This movie does some good setups. Yeah. So in this sequence, um, Terry Bradshaw. I'm going to keep calling him Terry Bradshaw. Do not know his name. What's his name? Um, the character's name is Greg. I think. Okay. The the deputy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, you want a cigarette? Like offering Loomis a cigarette, and Loomis takes a cigarette, and he lights his, and then he hands the. He's trying to light Loomis's, mm-hmm. and he gives up and just does the lighter, and then Loomis takes that lighter, lights it, and then puts it in his pocket. Oh, that's good. I didn't notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's uh, when it cuts to, I think, Karen, and then Bud, like, buzzes her into his room and scares her. So stupid. Why is uh, there nobody in this hospital? Yeah. <laughs> There's no other patients. Just babies. There's babies babies and Lori. Lori, They've already they've already told the kid to go home. Mm -hmm. I think there is is another patient 
that we don't see on screen because later on there's a buzz that uh, Jill has to take care of. Oh. We'll we'll get to it when it comes yeah. up, but yeah. Um, and then we get the Lori flashback, which we already talked about. And I think during that part, we see the dripping blood, which I'm assuming is when Mrs. Alves dies, but it doesn't tell you what the blood is. What flashback was that one? Was that the one where... Uh, where she sees her mom and her mom's like, I'm not your mom. Yeah, okay. Because I just wrote down flashback, but I couldn't yeah. remember what it was. And then, um, and then after that, we have the attempted hot tub sex. Yeah. Which apparently the water was freezing cold in real life. Yeah. Oh. Um, and I feel bad because, like, the I know the actress did not want to do the nude scene for this movie at all. Really? Yeah. They forced it? Oh. Yeah. Um, but, well, that's awful. Yeah. But I, I do love the... Um, I also love her line, it could get cold in here. Yeah. It's, it's cold out there. It can get cold in here. Yeah, I, I love that. My favorite death is the, the silent death that happens behind the oh, window. When Bud strangled? Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. That. Yeah, I wrote down, uh, Michael, turn it up to heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I love like that the shot is her, but we see the death happen in the background. I think that's so cool looking. That's really cool. And then my least favorite death is when she gets burnt to death. I hate that. Yeah, that's um, very. It's cool though. It's like imagine. It's an imaginative death. Well, that's yeah. that's watching a, it. That's a callback to earlier because he's bobbing her head in the water for oh, bobbing for, for bobbing apples. apples. Oh. I didn't put that together. So that's why that line oh, is yeah. like in the because that's that's another setup and payoff. Yeah. Which the part that I always thought was weird was she like grabs his hand and starts kissing him. I hate that. Every time she puts <gasps> oh, yeah. puts his hand in her mouth, I'm like, ew, you know his hands are so gross. Oh, yeah, he's got some full dirty of blood hands. and bacteria from all the people <laughs> he's killed. He's got, he's, got, he's got dog and or skunk DNA yeah. on his hands because he got hungry earlier. <laughs> like, uh, you got to think about this is all in the same night. Yeah, I hate that part. He dug up a tombstone. He did not wash his hands. Ugh, he got so shot. Gross. He fell on some... <laughs> You know, he does not have good hygiene you know he habits. Wash his hands. Mm-mm. No way. So she would have died eventually of some like disease. Yeah, that's a slow death. So really, <laughs> would have been a slow I death. Really Michael was giving her mercy. Exactly. He was, he was, he was her being merciful. merciful. Like, uh, then lips got gangrene on him. I might as well. Scald he was her really, face. He was really just trying to like clean up her face. Yeah. yeah. The funniest part about that death, though, uh, it's a fucking horrible death. But yeah. the f- only funny part about it is the uh, the heat, the heat gauge, yeah. scalding, scalding, yeah. <laughs> it's and scalding. it like, and it, like, it, really? it squeaks like a hot I didn't tea even or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that part cracked me up. Um, uh, why does it get up that high? Why do they he need turns that? It, Michael turns it up. Yeah, it's for therapy. It's for like yeah. heat therapy for like. If but you why have, would you why make did, it? Why, did, why does it need to go that why high? Would you make the gauge that high. Yeah, I don't know. In the first just place, let it stop. It, maybe, like maybe medium for, warm. Maybe it's for cleaning purposes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Like maybe got to sterilize the tub. Stuff, yeah. yeah, maybe. Which I'm glad they had those. They had those tubs that baseball players get get in. Is that what they are? Yeah, that's what. The, yeah. <laughs> Which usually they're filled with ice. Every baseball movie I've seen, they're filled with ice, <laughs> yeah. not hot water. And then we go to the elementary school. Elementary school I love, I love the, <laughs> I love the guy. Sam I love the guy showing him the blood spots. He's like, "Here's the broken window here, <laughs> and blood spot here. here." And then they walk over oh. to the knife directly into a picture and of a family. This, like, and, oh, and there's sister. this here, sister. <laughs> 
Which, I don't know, is that a bread knife that's stuck in there? I think it's a bread knife. I think it's the knife that he stole from um, Mrs. Uh, oh. What's-her-face? Mrs. Elrod from the beginning it when is. she's making the sandwich. Yeah. And he stole the bread knife from yeah. her. I didn't realize he stole the bread knife yeah. until But it doesn't part. have any blood on it, even though he used it to yeah. kill What's-her-face. So he cleans his blood. So he might, well, he might, I, he might watch his hands. His hands. Yeah. Well, I actually <laughs> think I think it's like I think that's a continuity mistake because they added that death later on. I think uh, earlier there wasn't supposed to be any blood on the knife. Maybe, but that's just my uh, opinion. And then we get the Sam Hain thing, which they don't Sam really fully explain Hain. in this movie. But. Yeah, Sam Hain is a god. Yeah, of, like a spirit of like a Halloween god. Yeah. The changing of the seasons. Sarah, you go ahead and go into it. Sam Hain. <laughs> October 31st. That's um, it. I, I do That's like all the, I know about Sam Hain. I do like I the learned shot. it all from that movie. <laughs> it didn't do a good job of explaining. <laughs> I do like the shot of the knife on the desk, and then you see uh, Marion Chambers coming out of the car through the window. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. That is called blocking. Yeah. <laughs> And I love Marion Chambers' new look. She's got like she's got her hair all let down. She's got like Well, she a went through some shit the, night, the day before. So she was like, "Listen, I'm spending my Halloween. I got I almost got killed by a dude with a wrench up his sleeve." It's still the same day. Yeah. No, like that happened on oh, That was the 30th. night before, yeah. She's like, "Listen, I'm taking my Halloween off." Um, <laughs> this is about me done. this time. I'm trading in my cape for a sweater. Also something, I was like looking up her character page today and apparently Apparently there's a short story. I didn't know that she was an H2O. I forgot that she comes back. But there's like a short story and like her, apparently her and Loomis like get together. In really? Life, which is really weird. Yeah, they don't seem like they would be meshed very well. I, I sense in, in this movie, I sense something. I don't know. You were know. like, those two. I, <laughs> what triggered it off? Was it was it him She's, yelling? Was it him yelling yeah, at her? Them, them yelling back and forth. <laughs> Um, no, the first conversation where she yells that she's like yeah. never phased by it. Oh, yeah, she's, like, she's, right. she's just she's just she's like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, she doesn't get upset, but she's like, she's like Loomis, Loomis, just listen, okay, <laughs> goddamn, shut your mouth, let I me love talk. That she's smoking all the time, yeah, so. yeah, just something about that, you know. He, yeah, I love how like she's like, you're ordered about the Smith Grove, and he's like, well, just tell him I'm not here. And she's like, no, they got it. We got it. <laughs> the marshals outside. He's like, ah, shit. <laughs> yeah, she- I thought I thought of everything. <laughs> she's like, well, that, and yeah, that's not gonna work. He doesn't really think things through at all. No, he he's the worst. <laughs> he's like, he's like a psychiatric doctor, but he likes to pretend he's like, like James Bond or something. He's the oh, yeah. shittiest James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he makes or things like sound interesting, he he's got his gun all yeah. the time. He is always boy. pulling that gun on people. <laughs> he will not put the gun away. Like we get it, it you gotta like, go. Do you have to threaten us with a gun every second for the? <laughs> he spends like half the movie reloading that fucking yeah, gun, yeah. and then when he yeah, finally like, needs even though it, he didn't shoot it off, yeah. He just pulls out the chain, chamber and turns, spins it. Um, then we go back to the hospital and we get like Jimmy's last like stalker scene where he comes in and he's like, I know, I know you don't really know who I am, 
but uh, I'm gonna Jesus take. Care I really of like you, you and I, I'm gonna take care of you. And make sure you're not hurt. And that's when I deemed him useless, Jimmy, because <laughs> I knew from then on he was not going to do jack shit. <laughs> she was gonna save herself, and he was going to become useless like he is later. Yeah, and she like she's totally catatonic with her eyes. Yeah, she's open. like in shock. Yeah, and, and why he did, why didn't he do the Schwarzenegger lich yet? Because <laughs> she's not dead. She's just that. catatonic. We can only do it to dead people. Can't do yeah. it catatonic, and that's when they think like. The there's something with the uh, the the medicine. medicine. Yeah, they think her medicine was wrong. And then Janet runs to get the doctor, and he's just looking at his fish tank. She's like, "Why is he looking at his fish tank?" I don't understand. And then she turns around, needle in the eye. I do like that reveal of him turning. It's really cool. Um, Something interesting about that effect is uh, the needle in the eye effect. Uh John Chambers is the guy who did that, Uh and John Chambers was played by John Goodman in the film Argo. Whoa. So John Chambers, who did these special effects, worked on the CIA operation for Argo. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, and mm. like it, it was in that book, the John Carpenter onset mm-hmm. photography book, and they talk about that and he they kept asking him like, What's what's Argo? What's this movie you're working on? And he couldn't say anything because, <laughs> yeah, because it was like all under it was yeah, it was right. a classified it was yeah. declassified in nineteen ninety seven. That's crazy. Yeah. How do they how do you get that effect? The needle in the eye effect? I don't know. Do you I know? I didn't research into it. Um, okay, well, I'm just you like you build you build like a eye and then you put like a needle like a, a fake I just okay. I just want to pick your brain. Something I forgot <laughs> but to I'm mention, done. mention earlier is that this movie really calls back to a lot of the kills from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right here, when Janet backs into Michael and he like his face fades in from the shadow, reminds me a lot of when his face fades in behind Lori when oh, she yeah. finds the bodies. And then also earlier, the death uh, with uh, Bud and Karen um, reminds me a lot of um, the Linda and Bob yeah. situation because Michael kills Bob and then he pretends to be uh, the boy Bob and then. Kills. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like when he comes in. So that's it. Reminded me a lot of the those sequences from the first movie. All right, that's what you do, Sarah. You make a prosthetic base. Okay. And then you <laughs> take a fake eye. Got it. Like you, like glass maybe or something. And then you put that on there. And then you make another fake lid and put mm-hmm. that on top of that at a uh, like. Got it. <laughs> you just put an eye on an eye. Yeah, and then you uh, take a fake needle that's cut and you and put poke that in it there. Through. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Oh, and also after he kills um, uh, Janet, he does the head tilt thing that he did from the first movie where oh, yeah. he kills Bob. Caught that this time. So then after that, since they realize that the doctor's not coming, Jimmy decides to go look for Mrs. Alves and he leaves uh, Jill to watch Lori. Oh, yeah. But then mm-hmm. she that's when the other patient shows up. She gets distracted by, like, there's a call for a oh, patient okay. and she goes to tend to the other patient. Uh... Yeah, after... after- after both it reveals that Doc's dead and then Janet gets killed, I just wrote down Michael's putting in work. He <laughs> is. He's working work. hard. <laughs> He's like, this I got to kill everyone first. in this hospital to get to Lori. Yeah. And then that's when, I don't, we didn't see when she escaped, but Michael attacks the pillows instead of Lori. Yeah, and then it revealed that she's like doped up, yeah. like running away. He's she's, so angry she's at hobbling, those pillows. hobbling down the hallway with her cracked bone in her leg. She has a crack, but oh yeah, yeah. Because from the fall from the first movie, mm-hmm. she falls. She falls down the stairs. That's right. Classic hobble. This yeah. is like a classic, classic scary hobble. movie yeah, hobble. Then, I was very impressed. Yeah, I felt <laughs> very anxious the entire time. Yeah. Earlier, Mrs. Owls mentions that it's cracked and not broken. That's right. 
It's rough. Oh, okay, never mind. We're not there yet. But yeah, I just wrote down, like, did Michael cut the power? Because, like, nobody's turning on any lights. He mm. did. They cut, yeah, they he did, but they don't show that scene in this movie. It's in the TV edit. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, and then, yeah, Mrs. Alves got her blood drained from uh, her body. Yeah. That is, like, it. I, I don't know if I've seen a death in a horror movie that got me kind of like that one, really. Like, I mean, I... The blood I, is so red. Yeah. It's so very red. Yeah. And I, I don't think I got at first what was happening. I guess yeah. you see the needle, and then you see that he, like, reverse-drained the yeah. blood from her body. And it just really... Yeah. I'm not sure, like, what he did me. to get her in that position. Like, I would have liked to have seen a scene where he she, like, tries to fight him off or something. I like you don't know. Yeah, you like that you don't know. Yeah, that you happens. just see the end result. I do like the picture of it. I think oh, it's gosh. a cool picture yeah. of her. Yeah, it is on the, strangely beautiful. Yeah. That like, blood, that blood, blood like that always cracks me up because it's so red uh, and like I call it the dirty hairy blood yeah. because uh, in dirty hairy, whenever there's like, I remember the sniper, the Scorpio killer gets shot in the leg. Does he get shot in the leg or he gets stabbed or something? Yeah, he gets stabbed by dirty hairy. Just this red, red, red blood. Like it's red. <laughs> like yeah. just pours. It's like paint pouring out of him. I don't yeah, know if it looks like paint. Yeah, I don't know if they did that because of the sensors back then or what. I don't know. <clears throat> I think kind of stylistic, get, maybe. Yeah. Maybe the, it was because of the sensors. Because the thing, which came out a year later, had like realistic, realistic blood, blood mm. for the infamous blood test scene. Nice. Anyway. Um, and Jimmy finds her. And like, dumbass... He knows he's standing in a pool of blood, but he goes to oh. run out of the room. Useless falls Jimmy. Falls on his ass and hits his head. How does he like? Not, how does he... He walks in and doesn't realize... Yeah, he, like, checks her pulse and looks at the thing. He, like, he, like, he walks in and... How does he not see it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how does he not see the huge pool of blood or anything? But the first thing he notices is a little... And he gets down real close and it's like this little bitty ass vial that's dripping. <laughs> little bitty ass straw that's dripping out of her. And he's like, oh, there's blood. And then like looks down and there's like a... He's like, oh, I've been standing in this the entire time. Uh-huh. That would have been the first thing I yeah, would have saw. Yeah. I'm going to go and out on the ledge. he walk out. He like turn, does a quick turn to run out and falls. Was so good. dumb. I thought I was going to go out on a ledge and say, I think that was for the audience. That he saw the small drip first. Okay. You know? Yeah. So we got the reveal. You're going to go on a ledge. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a ledge. Ledge, not a limb. You're going to go ledge. on a ledge. <laughs> Much like Michael, who fell off the roof and fell on the grass, making a Wally Coyote silhouette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then we get, yeah. Jill trying to leave the hospital. Yeah, and then uh, car won't work, which this goes back to the previous episode where we talked oh. about how Michael is a skilled mechanic. Yeah, what did he do to the car? He he flattened he all the, it. He all flattened the all the tires, tires, and then all the car they won't start. Yeah, he had it to looks do, like yeah. I guess he cut underneath because it was leaking. Maybe he cut like the starter wire or something. I don't know. Or was it leaking underneath? The gas tank it did look or, like it, yeah, was, it was leaking. leaking. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, they wouldn't start, and it was dripping underneath. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't. I remember that detail. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously he. He did something to make a car sound. He knows. Like, he knows a thing in particular about cars. And, and splitting the tires. He's wasn't a blue enough. collar yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, works with I, his hands. And I wrote down again. Michael's putting in work. He is. <laughs> he is working. He needs a day off. Like, don't. Why you gotta push yourself so also, hard? Also, why does Jill run back into the hospital? Why didn't she just walk oh, down my to the God, sheriff's office? That, I was yelling. I was verbally. I was at work watching this, and I was yelling out loud. 
Like, why? Like, everybody's so much more stupid in this movie than they're in the first Just one. Just go elsewhere. Yeah. It's a huge place. Just walk it's, home. The world is so big. Uh, let's see, and then, yeah, then, then Jill gets killed. Well, I don't know yeah. why I thought her name was Julie. Probably because I like Maybe. her name tag. I don't. Know. I was reading everybody's because there's so many freaking people in this movie. I was yeah. just reading name tags. They don't do a good job in this cut of it. They don't do a good job of intri- introducing no. people. Um, and they have another lift lift up death like they do in the first. Yeah, movie. and the scalpel to the back. Uh, oh, that so, makes me so ooh. uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, oh, the shoes just they popping. the uh, the part about that. Like, there's like this behind the th- scenes thing in that book where. Um, there was wires that were attached to her that were holding her up. Yeah, but you can't see them. Yeah, and you like can't at even all. the special effects guy was like, "I don't know how you we didn't see those wires." Yeah, that's because yeah. that was back before you could erase them with computers. Yeah, yeah, and, and but her it, shoes fall off. Yeah, that that yeah, that's it's how you signif- that's yeah. how you signify she's dead. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shoes off, dead. Yeah, I wrote down yeah, shoes come off. <laughs> And then that's when um, Lori sees him and she runs away. Yeah, and she does her Breakfast Club slide. <laughs> God, that makes me laugh. She I like she, she slides like breakfast, like breakfast club, club. like the Breakfast Club, and like <laughs> and then turns the corner. Yeah, <laughs> which I did this a side by before s- Breakfast Club, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakfast also, Club. Also, Breakfast 80. Club stole it. Yeah, I did a oh. side by I did a side by side comparison of Breakfast Club and this. So I will post that on the Instagram. Oh, please do. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Haddonfield. Um, we post a lot of cool stuff on there. <laughs> we being me because I didn't yeah, get, pay- Nick, I didn't I get Peyton the password. Any, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any access to it. So. Well, you 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 do you work on queer movie night so much that I it's think true. like I, I work should, so hard. I should take over for this Instagram. <laughs> Deborah has access to all the accounts, but she doesn't really do anything. Yeah, I, and I always know when it's Deborah because it's just it's pictures of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's anything about me, I'm not full of myself. It's Deborah. That's so funny. Um, and, I do. I love this chase scene of him chasing her through the hospital. It's pretty it's really cool. good. It's so good. I just wish she'd stop looking back. Just, just keep going. Yeah. Well, she just is like in a cloudy state going. of mind. Like every time they do her point of view, it's like clouded on yeah. the sides. I'll give her that. So I'll give like you that. Up. This give chase that. really reminded me of the opening chase from Suspiria. Yeah, after for sure. after forget her, I don't even know the character's name, but she like she falls from the God, the movie's so the beautiful. balcony, yeah. But she's no, it's it's not that one. It's later in the movie where she's running and she uh, oh she falls into the wire. She, don't she falls into the razor wire. Spoil oh, anything? That's, oh, that's the worst. I haven't death seen in that it. Movie. Are you going to watch a 1977 Giallo horror movie directed by Dario Argento? Um, yes, sir, I am. <laughs> you should come over and watch it at my place because I have a DVD. Thank you. I think I will do that. Do you have the Blue Underground DVD? I have the new, newer one, like the 4K restoration. Oh, uh, yeah, the DVD. Blu-ray. Is it very good? It's very good. Yeah, I love it. Mm. It's, it's a, so pretty. It's, it's such a, cr- a beautiful it's a movie. Beautiful movie, and yeah. it's a crazy ass movie. Yeah. yeah, it's scary, right? But Stark, that yeah. death is the worst one in the movie. When she falls into the yeah. fucking razor wire, it lasts so long. Yeah, too. She, it's like it's. She, Don't describe it. In it doesn't even look like a razor wire. It looks like mm. she just falls into a giant slinky. She really hurt herself too on screen. When they did that, when they filmed it, Ugh, we need to have a one-off episode in which yeah. we just watch Suspiria and talk about that. Okay. And Sarah, you're welcome back. Yay! <laughs> um, so th- yeah, that's what this chase reminded me of. And then the Michael, uh, when she ever she goes into the basement. Oh yeah, yeah. and Michael, she crawls through the window. Yeah, Michael does the lazy. In the first movie, he he puts everybody on display. Uh huh. 
in the house. Like it's like a it's like a it's like a Rube Goldberg yeah, mousetrap thing. He's very theatrical. And this one, he's just lazy with it. He yeah. just hangs. He the, did hang the guy. He up. hangs the dude up by the light. And he's like, ah, good enough. Yeah. <sighs> I got. He's like the body counts twice as much Nick. in this movie. <laughs> he is well, tired. He probably, he probably, he's been doing work. <laughs> he probably set up Mrs. Alves too, and the and the doctor, Doctor Mixter. Oh yeah. His name is Doctor What? It's Doctor Mixter, isn't uh, it? Weird? I thought you said Doctor Mixter. Ah, because he likes mixed drinks. Yeah, probably. Ew. It's such a weird name. Oh man. John Carpenter was probably like, yeah, mixture. He like got a mix. Uh, yeah, like he was drinking a mixed drink. Yeah, yeah no mixture. He'll be the drunk, whatever. Yeah, and then Laurie jumps through the window and lands in the glass. Oof. like the box. It's a hard one. That's hard to watch. Glass. Oof. And she runs out to the parking lot. Oof, it's almost safe. Gets into a car and it won't start. And guess who comes on over? We're not useless. There. Not yet, though. Wait, not wait for it. <laughs> you, we'll get, you'll get to see your line later. It cuts, yeah. it cuts to the um During the, the Marshall's car. car yeah, yeah, into the Marshall's car. And we that's when they reveal that Lori and Michael are related. But first, what do they talk about, Sarah Chain? What are they? Who, Is who, it my turn? Sam Hain. Oh. Sam Hain. Sam Hain. <laughs> this, usually I tune out whenever Loomis has one of his monologues because it's just so like... He has so many Sam monologues Hain. in this movie. But this one is kind of interesting because it sort of brings up... He's like, he doesn't believe in Sam Hain. It's just sort of like the like unconscious mind, yeah. which is interesting. Well, like, cause, darkness cause within us. The fr- <laughs> The first time they bring up Sam Hain, they make it seem like Sam Hain is this god that is powering Michael, and that's yeah. why he was. And then in this monologue, Loomis is like, he's it, like, he's still human. Like, yeah, he's 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 a dude. Yeah, who just happens to be wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, and then uh, dude. and then there's the hidden file. <gasps> bum, bum, I love I love this bum. dialogue where like Marion Chambers is like, no, there's something you don't know. There was a hidden file. They never opened it. <laughs> I just it. love that she like they, they sealed it. The governor, after he found out about the murders, he requested that the file become unsealed. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you about to say something no, I, to me for some reason? Well, I just love she tunes his entire monologue yeah. out and holds all that information yeah. for so long, and she's just like, "Okay, okay, you gonna shut up now? Okay." <laughs> Anyways, it was like she was doing bad improv, and when yeah. she thought of a joke and wouldn't listen to another person, you and then she said just, her joke. <laughs> Thinking about it the whole time, like, yeah, yeah, Sam, okay, all right, Sam Hain, yes, um, anyways, what's important is the unsealed file. She's like, actually, she's doing a little, uh, she's doing some mansplaining, yeah, she did classic mansplaining, she's doing some mansplaining, yes, ma'am, <laughs> yes, ma'am, yeah, I wrote down, uh, I wrote a hidden file, question mark, Lori is Michael's sister, I roll. <laughs> Who knew? I hate that, I, that was like a big twist, though, when it came out. Though people were yeah, looking like back, were, like yeah. watching it now. I'm just like yeah. It's I, I feel like I watched the first movie and I already knew that. I did. I did not know that that was a twist. I thought it was just from yeah. the beginning. We knew she was his sister. You That's why. Yeah, in the he first movie, it's her. not said that that yeah. You know what this movie makes me think of? This movie makes me think of uh, like the first movie is the first season of Twin Peaks. Uh huh. This movie is the second season of Twin Peaks, okay. in which you don't really you expand on the past characters, uh-huh. and then you add a shit ton of characters you don't care about. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see that. Yeah. Anyway, just want to get that. Makes it out easy there. to kill off a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, they don't do <clears throat> in this kind of movie. They don't do a good job of like 
introducing the hospital staff to you, so you don't really care that they get killed off. Yeah, they're just they're just bodies. Yeah. In the in the first movie, they do such a good job of like introducing each of the girls and like giving them our, their personalities. You do like care about like what happens to them. Um, another thing I wrote down in this scene is uh, is Loomis drunk. Because he seems like he's slurring through <laughs> he's a lot a of mess. his stuff. He, yeah, he's just, I think that's his general just disposition. <laughs> he shoots the window out. God. Oh, yeah. Those orders are changed. <laughs> and he's like, you usually shoot off a warning shot, right? Well, he's that's just what, like, you, re- that's what you guys do. Yeah, he's just like reading detective novels. and like Which, He's like, this is how you do it. I think he watched Dirty Harry. That's yeah. what he did. <laughs> this, uh... So we, okay, now we've established that Loomis's favorite movie is Dirty Harry, and Michael's <laughs> favorite movie is Smoking the Bandit. There we go. Okay, so um, yeah, the warning shot thing really throws me off, just because in real life, everybody in the fucking car would have been their ears would have been ringing. Yeah, from when he shot out the wheel. yeah, there would have been a car wreck. Yeah, that guy who the marshal, he's a great driver. As soon as he shot, he did a U-turn, perfect Ewing, perfect Ewing, right back around directly. He was like, right, right. Around. There was no challenge against that gun to the face. He was... I, love, I love that his car has a single yellow siren in the back in the back window. I don't know if y'all noticed it. Uh-uh. <laughs> Whenever the car is like speeding towards the hospital, like you can just see that light flashing in the back. And then we go back to the hospital parking lot where Lori's hiding in the car. Jimmy. <laughs> go ahead, say what you have to say. What do you have to say about useless Jimmy? He's just. Uh, <laughs> I love I, how he's like, we're going to get out of here, we're going to get out of here. He, and then he passes out mid-sentence. <laughs> like, and yeah. then lands on the horn. Yeah. And so it's it, like, it tells, you... Yeah. He signals that they're out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he alerts Michael, yeah, to their presence. Yeah. Good God. So not only did so he not Lord help, to run out of the he car. unhelped. <laughs> he was, in fact, useless. He's an unhelper. Un- he's un- an unhelper. Unhelpful Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> he added to the he added shit to the plate for Lori. Son of a bitch. He did nothing for her. And then at this point, this is where Lemus, Marion, and Marshall arrive, and yeah. Lori's crawling. God. Yeah, Lori, yeah, and she can't scream for some reason. Scream. She's like trying to tell them that she's there. Well, she's but just so scared. Yeah. When they finally get in, though, then she can't scream. <laughs> and I was like, mm, just a little too late. Yeah. And that reveal of Michael, like by the fence with yeah. the red light on him, is yeah, so it's cool. Good. The mask in this movie is so much creepier than it was in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. it is good. Yeah. Even just, though I don't know what it is. It's good. <laughs> it's the same mask as yeah. uh, from the first movie because, uh, but the lighting's just better or something. No, uh, the mask is it's the original mask, uh-huh. but uh, a bunch of different things contributed. The mask is getting fucked up over the years. Yeah. For one thing, Nick Castle kept it in his back pocket <laughs> during whenever he wasn't wearing the mask. He's like, I'm yeah. gonna just slip this in my back pocket. Yeah, and that mort like warped it. Yeah, and then Deborah Hill had it. But she kept it under uh, her bed, a bed in her house, and she uh, was a heavy smoker. Uh, and so that's, that's why the creepy. And that's why the mask it's like more smoky looking. Yeah, it has a kind of a yellow tint to it. Yeah. And then um I mean they said they wanted it to look kind of weathered yeah. too. And then Dick Warlock, who mm-hmm. played the shape and he was a stud coordinator in this movie, mm-hmm. he his head was different than Nick Castle, so yeah, it's kind of so lighter. it wears different, yeah. yeah. He said something funny in the behind the scenes I was watching. He was like, I heard in another interview, Deborah Hill said that I never got the walk right. And I just want to say, she was on set the whole time, and she never told me that I wasn't walking the right way. <laughs> Did he say it that sassy? Challenged. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not as Deborah sassy Holmes as I made it challenged. sound, but he was pretty upset. 
And it's funny because I did watch the documentary for the first Halloween movie and she does say that. She's like, she's like, they, nobody else ever walked the same way that Nick Castle did. Well, because he just walked like a dude. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He, uh, I think, I thought Dick Warlock did a good job. Yeah, I thought, I thought he did a pretty good job. And he, he was a stunt coordinator. And, you know who else he was? He was Kurt Russell's stunt double in Escape from New York. Well, there we go. That's how he got this job because he was working on Escape from New York and they said, we need a stunt coordinator. You know, I should become a stunt double. What kind of stunts can you do? <laughs> I, uh, roll. Ford roll. Tuck. <laughs> I got that. That's good. That's a, they can use that. What was the first one you said? For a roll. Ford roll. A tuck. That's it? A tuck. A Ford roll into a tuck? A tuck. <laughs> I took stage but combat. But I can tuck really Sarah, well. Did you take stage combat? I did. A rapier and dagger. A rapier. Really? Yes, sir. What's a rapier? Because they reference that in the song Whiskey in a Jar by Thin Lizzy. I, I'm probably going to do this and then be totally misquoted and, because I really don't remember, but I think rapier is the long, skinny. That's a really thin one. Yeah, right? the thin. Well, the fancy, fancy one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's because to, the daggers are bigger. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. There's a video game we played on PS1 that... Um, we really hated it because, well, I didn't hate it. My dad beat the shit out of it a thousand times. <laughs> I just hated it because I just don't like fantasy video games. Anyway, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> but you started off with this dagger, and it was just, and you couldn't kill anything with it, and it was horrible. I know. I hate when you, the fantasy game starts with a dagger. You can't kill. It's got no range. You can't kill anybody with it. So stupid. It looks cool, though. Thus ends the first tangent of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's when uh, Lori finally gets their attention banging on the door and they let her in. Yeah. And then Michael walks right uh, through the door. Dude, that was unnecessary. Cool. <laughs> I thought that was so cheesy. You notice that Michael cool. never uses his hand to open up any doors. Yeah, in this he just movie? walks right just through. Just right yeah. through it. And this is when Luma shoots him five times. Oh, yeah. one less than before, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then he, then the marshal's like, "Ah, he's dead." Yeah. <laughs> oh, that. No, he's not dead. He's still breathing. <laughs> And he's like, all right. And then he's like, Marion, go use the radio. He's like, I'm the only one authorized to use that. (laughs) (laughs) Go use it, Marion. And then she's like, oh, okay. All right. Um, And then Michael kills the marshal. Slits his throat Mm -hmm. with the scalpel. Yeah. And then he chases Lori and Dr. Loomis. I don't understand how, why Michael switched between, he went from a knife to a scalpel. Because it's medical. Went from a knife to a hammer. And then to a scalpel, right? Like, was he just trying he's, to blend into every environment he's in? So if he's maybe. in a house, it's he what he finds. He's thrifty. He, I mean, he had that he's bread creative. knife. He's he creative. He had that bread he's knife. Why couldn't he use the bread <laughs> he knife? He had to stab that picture of the family at the elementary school. So yeah. They need to know I was here. <laughs> I had to leave it there. <laughs> I love that he took the time out of his night. And like, to write Sam Hain on the chalkboard. <laughs> <laughs> he broke this will really get him. Also, the window hole, this is going back so far, but the window hole is, like, so small. Like, there's no way he climbed through that to get into the... Well, he he probably just opened the window or something. Oh, uh, maybe. Oh, he broke it and then opened it yeah. up. Yeah, that's true. And then we get to... Um, yeah, he, he breaks... He chases Lori and Dr. Loomis. Into major surgery. Ooh, this is a good one. I like that the, the, the door is labeled major surgery. And Marion finally calls the sheriff's department on the radio. Get your ass down here. <laughs> this oh, is Marion yeah. Chambers. <laughs> Who? It's Michael Myers. <laughs> yes. Sarah, can you do a dramatic reading of that? Uh, just do your interpretation of what would you have said? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Always started with a good oh. Uh, oh. It's Michael 
Myers. Get get your ass down here. Who, who's that? Who's me? No, who, I'm, I'm the guy on the other end, and you're Marion, okay? I'm Marion. Okay. Okay. So call me up. Okay. Guy on the phone. Hi, my name's Hank. <laughs> Hank. Hank. I don't want so many names. Hank. Yes? My, someone's at the hospital. He's killing people. Who's speaking? <laughs> Mary Ann. Mary Ann? Mary Ann. Marion. Oh, Marion. How you doing? <laughs> There's you, no time for small talk. Are you authorized to use this? <laughs> they told me to. Who told you this? Your ass. Get it down here now. My ass? Yours. Ma'am, I'm, I'm just a telephone operator. Excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. Even though she's on the walkie-talkie. <laughs> I need this a pack is just of a small taste lights. of the improv that you can catch on Riverside Falls. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we should actually do that for the Halloween episode. <laughs> Do just a recreation of Halloween. Yeah, we're just going to redo Hanfield. Halloween. And that comes out next month. Yes. Anyway, um, we're, we're recording that next month. This, I really like this ending scene where they like run into the surgery and then... Michael breaks through the door that's yeah. locked. Oh, and yeah. Sam Loomis gives Lori a gun and first she doesn't want to shoot it. But then she picks it up and she has oh, amazing shoot. aim because she shoots out both of his eyes. In one take. Well, I mean, two takes. One for each eye. Wait, she, is that what they alluded to? Is that she shot him in the eye? Yeah, yeah. so he's blind. She shoots him in both eyes because it cuts to him and then there's two blood bloody I tears. I know that. And I love that shot, too, of his little blood yeah. tears. I always interpreted that she missed the first time and then she hit him and then blood just blinded oh, him. Maybe that's what it's doing, but I assumed she no. was shooting out both of his it eyes. Seemed like, it seemed like she shot him and then like the first bullet missed and then the second one yeah. hit him. I Maybe. definitely think she shot him in both eyes. That's, That's what I like my to think conclusion. too. Well, I could because he was be an blind idiot. and then he couldn't. I'm thinking about this movie from a realistic point. Yeah, of view. well, I'm I think about why, how I you think... should get your ass. <laughs> I think where should I get my ass? <laughs> Down to the here, ma'am. <laughs> um, I think that stop I... ma'am explaining to me. I would I... never stop ma'am explaining. <laughs> I think I assumed that she shot his eyes because he is instantly blinded after that. Yeah. Um, and and well, they use the gas tanks to like to throw him off. Throw him off. That part of school where he's like throwing the yeah. thing around. I'm trying to. Th- oh, it's Reservoir Dogs. In Reservoir Dogs, uh, Mr. Brown gets shot in the head and mm-hmm. like he wrecks the car and he's like, I can't fucking see him blind. Oh yeah. So that's what that makes me think uh, of. Okay. So I thought she like missed it and then she Maybe. hit him. Anyway. Um, We're not going to argue this any further. But she does shoot him he two times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the part where he's slashing in the dark and like he's it's just so going after the hissing cool. is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Dean Cundy, like, I, this movie is very dark uh, lighting wise, but Dean Cundy, like, did an amazing job in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, I was going to say, I had, I had trouble viewing it on my iPad. So dark. <laughs> it's my one critique. <laughs> Better Anyways. lighting for iPads, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> Please, we need it. Thank you. Hi. That and the wig. Get Hi. rid of it. Hi, this is Apple support. Um, can I help yes. you with I'm trying to view Halloween 2 on my iPad, <laughs> and it's too dark. Like in the room, or? It's too dark <laughs> on the screen. I can't see. All the lights are on in my house, but I can't watch Halloween 2. Well, ma'am, just put, turn the lights off in your house and maybe turn the brightness No, the then I'll get scared. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sounds like a more of a personal thing. I need to watch this. I'm recording a podcast with my friends tomorrow. Okay, what's the podcast? It's called Welcome to Haddonfield. Oh, and where can I subscribe to that? You can subscribe on 
arcade audio, right? <laughs> um, I also like. Wait, um, is this a Patreon thing? Do I have to pay money for this? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh man. Um, there's also a moment right before she shoots him where she like says Michael, and then he like takes a moment. Oh, that I love that moment so much. Yeah. Do you think that like he where, knew? Where she says Michael? Yeah, she says yeah. Michael. Yeah. Do you think that? That's like he didn't know that it was his sister until then, or like he's known the whole time. I struggled with that. I, I thought he knew it was his sister, but he just like are hearing her say his name yeah. and say like with compassion because the way she yeah. says no it. And no one's actually spoken to really him before. His name. No, yeah. no one has. Yeah, maybe that's what because because Loomis treats him like he's a like a thing. Yeah, yeah he, calls him in. he calls him. He's in. not human. He's human. Yeah. Treats him like what? Sam Hain. Sam Hain. Yeah, and then uh, she escapes after shooting him. And then Loomis blows the thing up. I, okay. He pulls out the lighter that was given to him by Terry Bradshaw earlier in the film. (laughs) Set up and pay off. Did you guys see it coming when when he unscrewed the little, you know? Did you see it? I did not see it coming. What, releasing the gas? That he was going to blow up the room, no. No, I, d- I didn't see it coming. Okay. Um, also, I've like, seen a thousand movies, so yes, I suck. Yeah, I, I thought I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. I found yeah. it very rewarding. I thought um, it paid off. Yeah, I think it's a good payoff. It was, I mean, that, that that is a good setup and payoff. And mm-hmm. this was supposed instance. to end the story. Yes. Like, right. Sam Loomis and, and Michael were supposed to be dead at that point. I love his final line. He goes, it's time, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> and then he kills himself and Michael. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. great. I Sacrifice. Love I love that they died together. Because, yeah, and this... Honestly, I wanted Loomis to die for there, a while, so... <laughs> there is no Sam Loomis without Michael Myers. Yeah. It just feels like Sam Loomis just dedicated his life yeah. to just keeping this dude. He even says in the first oh, movie, yeah. like, I've been dedicating my life to keep yeah. this guy behind mm-hmm. bars. Uh, R.I.P. Loomis. See you again in Never. two movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where apparently you come... I, I'm, I'm looking for... Because I don't remember how they explained that he's still alive, so I'm looking forward to that. He has a burn on his he face. He comes back. <laughs> he just comes a back with a burn on his face. Just a little like, burn. Ju- like even Jaws too. Body, yeah. Even though his whole body was covered in fire, just a little burn on his face. Yeah. And then uh, this is really, yeah, really cool. Yeah, I wrote 11th kill, Loomis and Explosion, 12th kill, Fire Walk with Michael. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love the Fire Walk. It was wow. really cool. Nick, do you like Twin Peaks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would do a Twin Peaks podcast called Fire Talk With Me, but there already is one called that. <laughs> oh, and man. it makes me so mad. Makes me so makes mad. Makes me so mad. Mainly because when... I'm not a guest on it. Oh. One day. That's such a good name for a Twin Peaks podcast. That is. Fire Talk With Me. You knew how someone had to think of it yeah. before. Um, yeah, this part, I, I keep writing down Metagross Solid just because I play so much Metagross Solid. Mm-hmm. But there's a part in Metagross Solid 5. The Phantom Pain, in which there's a, it takes place in a hospital, and there's a guy known as the Man on Fire, and he's like going through the hospital on fire, and it's that's, they had to have stolen that from this, oh for the video game, yeah. Anyway, thought that was a little something I throw out there for you, MGS Five fans, yep. And his face is melting. His mask melts into his face. Love it. Mask melts. His mouth melts in his face, and it's satisfying. And then Marion wheels Lori out in the wheelchair, and they take her in the ambulance. Mm. And then and we then, hear Mr. Sandman again. Mr. Sandman. That's in the movie. Bring me a dream. Bum, 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 bum. So, a new feature I'm going to do on the show bum, is which we keep a total of how many people Michael Myers has killed. Oh. And at this point... So it's 11, he, right, in this This is movie? 14. Oh, 14. Total. Since, from, mm. since yeah. the first It movie. felt like 14. 
Because he killed five people in the first pe- yeah. movie, and then he killed nine people in this one. Okay. Oh, okay. I because, thought he killed 14 alone in this movie. Yeah, because like. uh, he didn't kill Ben Tramer. Yeah. And he didn't kill Loomis. Yeah. So, we're at nine bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. count. Nice, nice work, Michael. Let's give a shout-out to Mike Myers for his Star hard work. Star of Austin Powers, Mike Myers. Um, since they don't, since they don't, <laughs> Fat bastards that for real as a kid, Do I you? used to be so confused. I thought Mike Myers and Mike Myers, I was scared. I was yeah. scared of SNL Mike Myers because <laughs> I thought he was secretly Michael Myers. I'm imagining every time you watch without Sprockets, the, the Sprocket sketch, you just thought Dieter was uh, was Michael Myers, just without the mask. Yeah, it was. Do you guys think at the end of this movie that uh, that? Jimmy is dead, or do you think he survived? He survived because he didn't get stabbed or anything. Yeah. He just passed out yeah. because he fucking hit his head. Yeah. I'm going to think, I thought he died. Really? When I first thought, saw it, I was like, oh, he died. Like, he, Michael might have, like, stabbed him off screen or something. I thought he died, too. But then, watching in the past couple times, I was like, I don't think he's dead. I just thought he d- died yeah. of, like... Of natural causes. There's a different ending. The, there's a different ending for the TV version, yeah. so they do answer it for sure. But I just wanted to bring it up this time. Oh, uh, what is what is the? So we're gonna say it ending? on another episode. Oh, or we're gonna do like that. Edit yeah, on we're gonna episode. after after we do all these episodes, we're gonna oh. do an episode because there's two cuts. There's two cuts for this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a producer's cut slash TV's cut, and there's also another cut, a producer's cut for uh, Halloween Six. Six. Oh, okay. Um, so here's some notes that I wrote down just from like researching and from that book, mm-hmm. which this book I keep referencing is really cool. Yeah, I bought plug it the, that book. Bought it the day it came plug out. It's called it. Onset with John Carpenter, the photography of Ken Gottlieb Walker, and it goes through Halloween, The Fog, Escape Love from New fog. York, Halloween Two, and Christine, which I was kind of bummed that she did wasn't there for the thing. Yeah, that is a bummer that she yeah. wasn't there. But the stuff for Escape from New York is really cool. Like, there's a side by side picture of uh, Dick Warlock who plays the shape, and like it's him dressed as Snake Plissken next to Kurt Russell dressed <laughs> yeah, as Snake yeah. Plissken. It's really cool. Um, so check that book out. There's a lot of like behind the scenes photos, and also a lot of like um, she interviews people and yeah. whatnot. So this is what I got from the book. Uh, yeah, Rick Rosenthal, who directed the movie, was hired as director after Deborah Hill and John Carpenter saw a thriller he directed. Who? Yeah, it was a short film, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Nancy Stevens, who plays uh, Nurse Chambers, is married to Rosenthal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'm glad Peyton's backing me up. Yes. That's why she comes back in H2O, too. Mm-hmm. Well, he directed Resurrection. Well, he directed Resurrection. That's right. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're going to bring back people for 20 years later, yeah. you might as well bring back as many people as possible. Yeah. Whoever um, was still alive. Yeah. And then Erwin um, Yablins and Tommy Lee Wallace didn't like the script for the movie. Yeah. Er- yeah. That's the guy who I saw in the thing. And Wallace, he was originally going to direct it, but he withdrew for the project. Yeah. Totally. He said that he, said yeah. that he because the new script was so violent, he didn't want to do it because it didn't mesh well with the first movie. Yeah. But then he came back for Halloween for 3. Halloween 3, yeah. Season of the Witch. I'm, in, I'm still interested. <laughs> See that one? And then uh, the movie was shot at a, an abandoned hospital near airport, and planes would often fly overhead. Yeah, that was on the thing Ooh, I watched, that too. that sucks. 
They, uh, the direct Rick Rosenthal said that when they scouted it, he was like, "There's like planes every 15 minutes," and they were like, "No, no, no, that's sh- it's just a bad weather day." And then he was like, "Then he was like, turns out that was the good weather day <laughs> because when we were filming, it was like 15 minutes of straight airplanes, and then we oh had to- my god, that would be so obnoxious, <laughs> that's insane." He I said would it be, was like terrible for the actors because so they had to pissed, like yeah. they were going through so much. Well, I read that they had a guy on the roof with a walkie-talkie going like, "There's a plane coming." Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Just playing guy. I wonder what he got paid an hour. I should do that. <laughs> he probably didn't get paid. Oh uh, yes, hi. Welcome to the interview. Um, so you want to have the position of person uh, who? Yeah, yeah, the walkie-talkie guy. Do you know how walkie-talkies work? Uh, um, I need to be shown. I need to be shown. I, I gotta I've go. The fo- I gotta go. The phone lines are cut. <laughs> no. Wait, come back. I love when she's on the radio too, and she's like, "You didn't tell me how it works." <laughs> okay, and then the last bit of trivia is that Leo Rossi, who played Bud, was on a softball team with Christopher Guest, and that is how Jamie Lee Curtis met Christopher Guest, her yeah. now husband. They said that on the documentary. I too. did not know that they're married. Yeah, that's a crazy household. That's awesome. Super talented, two super talented people. Are they still together? Mm-hmm. How that's dare crazy. they? Good yeah. for them. That's well, great. Well, I've read, I think I saw something where it might have been an interview with her in which she first saw him in This is Spinal Tap, mm-hmm. and she thought she he was very attractive. Yeah. And then, I love stories like that. Yeah. I hate, I hate like, um, what's his name? John Travolta. Like, he's such a creepy guy in real life. But I love the story of, like, Kelly Preston, like, had a poster of him on her wall, and then they ended up getting married. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, I, think it was, I think it was Roseanne Arquette or it might have been Patricia it was one of the Arquette sisters yeah they um, Nicolas Cage was like I, I want to marry you what do I need to do and then she made a list of t- <laughs> so stuff weird. That, wow. that he had to dating do dating in the old days <laughs> she made a list of stuff that like as a joke and yeah. then he fucking then started he doing it. everything on the yeah. list and she was uh, like bluh bluh <laughs> you called her bluff so that's back, that's back Halloween to simpler too. Times. That's Halloween too. Yeah. Yeah, that's Halloween too. Any other thoughts on it, Sarah Jane? Um, just a lot better than I was expecting. I went in with zero expectation and I was pleased. Should we rate it? Yes. Should we rate it on pumpkins four? or should we come oh, up with pumpkins? What uh what would the rating scale for this movie be? Ah, oh, it's tough. Two blown out eyeballs. <laughs> Two, out of two, two naked, naked breasts. Naked, naked breasts. Naked breasts. N-E-K-K-I-D. Naked breasts. Um, there's like a lot of fire. <laughs> there's not a really good one. Mm. Okay, on the heat scale. Out of, out of on the shots. Heat scale. Let's do a heat yeah, scale. <laughs> out of six from, shots. Uh, from zero degrees to from zero to scalding. Scal- scalding. What would you rate Ooh, this? Ooh, from zero to scalding. I'd give it a, um, um, let's see, like, not a, I'm I'm not, not lukewarm, warmer than that, but not scalding. What's right under scalding? Hot. I (laughs) What's a word to describe less than scalding? Yeah, I'm going to give it a hot. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rate it like, uh, the water, the temperature, the ideal temperature for washing your hands. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's pretty, I, I like it. Um, I do wish that there was more character development and we got to know the characters a little better. Um, and 
some of the dialogue is terrible, but mm. I think the kills are really interesting. There's a lot of really great shots in the movie, and I think it holds up as a sequel for the first one. Yeah. And uh, out of pumpkins, Ooh. zero to 100, how many pumpkins do you give this movie? I give this movie 70 pumpkins. Nice. I'd give it, I'd give it like 88. I'd say 88 pumpkins. Okay, since I was originally thinking... <laughs> 72 pumpkins oh. but I want it to be lower than yours since you liked it more than me I'm gonna go with oh. I'm gonna go with the year the Michael first killed I'm gonna go with 63 pumpkins 63 nice. pumpkins nice <laughs> you heard it here ladies and gents um trying to think of anything else what did we cover last time oh yeah the we're gonna steal with married I really like doing that we're gonna steal from married with oh, movies MVP and yeah. LVP who was the MVP most valuable player and who was the LVP least valuable player in the movie mm-hmm. yeah this is off of their acting right not yeah. off of the characters just anything in general I guess I would say I, I love Jimmy like I'm so attracted to him but I wanna say he was the LVP as a character mm-hmm. like he sucked straight up yeah so same we're go with Jimmy <laughs> just Jimmy's LVP I'd say sure. MVP as an actor is Jamie Lee Curtis having to deal with that wig <laughs> <laughs> also um uh Annie Brackett playing a dead body mm-hmm. um and MVP uh uh Mrs. Alf she's great I, that's what I was gonna yeah. say Mrs. Uh, Alves? Is that one? Alves, yeah. A L V E S. Yeah, and then Jamie Lee trying to muster up the strength to scream. That was. Yeah, that's a great moment. So Jamie Lee Curtis is the MVP? Yeah. And LVP is Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Or Cam. I, I think that, like, that's definitely culminated in that one car scene. That's, <laughs> we saw that there. Son of a bitch. Clearly. Yeah. My LVP is Bud. Yeah, well, yeah, I he, do, he doesn't even—he's not even worth an LVP to me. He's beneath that. <laughs> and I'm gonna go MVP. I'm gonna go with Michael just because he was putting in work. Yeah, he did. And he's a stunt coordinator. That was good too. Yeah, he worked. Dick Warlock. He was working. He's overtime. <laughs> I don't know how when he slashed all those tires. TCB taking care of business. <laughs> Nine to five. Bachman Turner Overdrive wrote that song about Michael Myers. He's taking care of business mm-hmm. every, day. every day, every way. I hope you post a video of like him doing stuff to taking care of business on Instagram. This is just him. a montage of him doing like hitting people, now. killing people. All right, because I post can care of business. Yeah, yeah. every day. Because last, last episode, we're, we're asking like, what music does he listen to when he's driving around? And Rich suggested "Slow Ride" by Foghat. So I did a <laughs> video of him driving around the slow ride while stalking Tommy. <laughs> so I think a montage of him killing people while listening taking to care, care of business, business. is amazing. That's good. Nice, especially the hammer. Kill. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so next episode we're gonna do Halloween three season Halloween of the 3. witch. Not sure who the guest is gonna be yet. Two yeah, B TBD TBD. And what was I gonna say? This one's different because John Carpenter was like, "This is it. He's dead." Yeah. And so they were gonna start making anthology movies. So yeah. every Halloween after this is supposed to be a new plot. Yeah. But Halloween three's bombed so bad, and everybody wanted Michael Myers to come back that they yeah. ditched that idea. Mm. But it takes. <clears throat> Is it supposed to take place in the same universe? I would think it would. Yeah. I'm interested to watch the movie again and see if there's any hints that it like takes place in the same... Well, it takes place in a town that's fake, so... Yeah, well, that's... San- that. Santa Mira, California. Yeah. Oh, so it's like so separate. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we probably wouldn't hear any hints of the other movie then at all. We might, though. I mean, there's a lot of like video games and whatnot that takes place yeah. in the same universe yeah. that you don't hear about. 
Well, stay tuned. We'll we'll have to look out. Yeah, what line should we uh, close this out with? <laughs> you let him go. What is it? <laughs> I shot him six times. I shot him six times. And what, what was it? What, what were you so happy about saying, Sarah Jane? Sam Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.